When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Well, they held on for 39 minutes and 50 seconds, but an absolute delight of a pass. And now we've got a bit of a scuffle. Jollifor away from Kennedy. Jollifor almost there. Oh, they got under him. He thinks he scored. And it's given. It's a try. Titans retake the lead. Back to the open side. Gamble goes himself. Oh, a sensational pass. And Adam Reynolds plunges over. So the Broncos 16 defeated the Titans. Twelve Broncos rested. Corey Oates, Pat Carrigan, Kurt Capel and Selwyn Cobbo, obviously all in origin. Selwyn Cobbo is probably going to be out for a few weeks after that nasty head clash. Payne Haas uh, was also injured, uh, as we know. I almost tipped the Titans in this one. <laughs> well, that would be a big mistake, wouldn't it? That would it? have been a mistake. <laughs> but, I, but I did think just with all of those uh, players out that maybe this was the one they were going to win. Yeah, but. I think for the Titans, I'm glad to see that they're finally – trying to change things up a little bit. They brought in Booth at dummy half, who I thought was a big improvement. Um, and they had uh, young 5'8". Uh, what's Turner? his name? No, not Turner. <laughs> It'll oh, come to me. It'll come Turner to Boyd. me. Turner Boyd. Yeah. Where's he been all season? He looked really good. He's played a fair bit of nine. Like, he's come off the bench yeah. a bit and come up nine. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. There's been a few positional changes wrong. Like, the hooker is at Aaron Clark. Yeah, Aaron he, Clark. He moved yeah. back to lock, which is what he traditionally does play. And he had a great game. Yeah. And yep. the, and Booth was good as well. Yeah, but the, for the Broncos, like the show goes on. Adam Reynolds looks great. I think maybe not this year, but I think next year a premiership window might be opening up for the Broncos. Reese Walsh going there is huge. Oh, like big signing. Yeah, massive. Let's uh, listen to Kevin Walters on the finals footy. Oh yeah, look, Pete. We're not really. We haven't not, don't speak about finals footy. We just speak about you know each week and getting you know just trying to get better as, as a group, particularly um, our defence. I thought it was. Our scramble defence tonight was, was really good. And all those little parts of the game is what you need for us to get to where we want to go. And, you know, we haven't we haven't spoken about it. It's not a, a goal of ours in the atmosphere at the Broncos is to win premierships. And that's what we're about as a club. We've thrown that out there. And when that happens, you know, I don't know. But we're, we're heading in the right direction for all that to, to take place. It wouldn't shock me if the Broncos made the grand final now. This year? Yeah. But you don't think so? It would shock me. Would but it? Yeah, it would shock me. I think just the way just... that they'd be sort of been building with resting that many players out and still having the depth. You know, the most exciting thing I think about the run home now for the rest of the NRL season, uh, I was watching New South Wales the other night, right? And Queensland bullied us. And the players that they really bullied, uh, uh, the bulk of those players come from the Penrith team. Oh, that Queensland, you. <laughs> Queensland gave. Every NRL team, the blueprint of how to beat the Penrith Panthers. You get up in their, if their face, you bully them, you don't stand, you don't stand off. Um, Jerome Luai gets over the top of you. 
you're hammering more game, kick pressure. That's how you beat the Penrith Panthers. And so I think this competition now is actually wide open. I think there'll be a lot of scar tissue for those seven or eight Panthers players out the back of origin. And I think that's the blueprint now to beat them. And I think teams like Parramatta, Melbourne, I think even the Broncos on their day can upset uh, the Penrith Panthers. So I think it's no longer a, a one-horse race. The one thing also that the Panthers um, have not experienced a lot is being on the back foot yeah, a lot and then yeah. having to come back. Yeah. They usually just get out to those fast starts and then the game's pretty much over. Mm. So, yeah, you you could be right. Get yeah. out and get yeah. out of their face. I do see a bit of that. I mean, you still got your kick owls. And your yeah. James Fisher, James Fisher Harris. That's probably the True. two. That's probably the two that kind of stand up to those bully tactics. Yeah. <laughs> but um, if you pressure Cleary and Luai, they've got mistakes in them. Yeah. Um, the same as, as we saw from Stephen Crichton. I saw actually just this is a little off topic. Sorry, but I saw a quote yesterday from Cherry Evans saying uh, the Queensland team spoke about and focused on in that game, uh, getting up and smashing Matt Burton to take his kicking game. Out of the the picture, right? Geez, they mission successful yeah. there. Yeah. Not only did they bash him metaphorically, they literally <laughs> assaulted the bloke. But yeah. uh, I thought that was interesting that he came out and said, "Yeah, that was in our cheat sheet to take out uh, Matt Burton." So rather than talking about Luai, they were actually targeting Burton. The interesting thing coming also from that game is Tino is going to play the Bulldogs next week. Love let's, it. Let's hey. listen to what he's got to say about that. Uh, we'll wait and see. Um, he's looking pretty good, but we won't we won't rush him. We've still got a lot of games to get through this year, and um, if he's available for us and fit and ready to go, we'll certainly play him. But if he's not, we'll give him another rest because uh, we've got a bigger turnaround into the Tigers. I think it's like a 10-day turnaround, so that might suit Payne. Whatever suits Payne best, we'll, we'll run with that because we've got a good, good group here. That was actually on uh, Selwyn Cobbo, so the head clash that he had. But if we've got – do we have the audio there of the Tino playing the Bulldogs next week? Yeah, we'll, we'll just listen to that one. Tino, are you looking forward to the, the Bulldogs game? Apparently a few of the Bulldogs have put a bit of a target on you after the, the Burton run-ins and stuff mm. like that in Origin. Does that, does that worry you or do you think about anything like that going into a game against an opponent? No, nah, it's just another game footy. Just go out there, have a crack and go hard and – Oh, good. Just bring it on next week, then. You're the Bulldogs fan here, James. <laughs> yeah, so he's referencing Tavita Pengai Jr. Okay. Uh, he came out and said not happy about what happened uh, during Origin and that he's going to seek some retribution for his good mate, Matt Burton. Wow. Um, Tina, uh, sorry, Pengai Jr. was at Matt Burton the back half of last year at the Panthers mm-hmm. when they won the comp, and then he came from Penrith across to, to the Bulldogs and he's good, good friends with Matt Burton, so... He's not happy and he's seeking retribution. Mm. Um, that is a mouth-watering battle. Tino and Pengai Jr., two thoroughbreds. Yeah. Mm. Would you um, – this week a lot of people have been saying Tino is a bit of a thug or a grub. I've heard that a bit. And I've – you know, in that scu- in that scuffle in the origin I, and he was holding him, mm. I sort of feel like that's something maybe we all would have done. I don't think he was holding him so that uh, Gagai could do the punching. I think he was just sort of trying to grapple with him and get him to the ground and then, I don't know if you saw last night's game, but Adam Reynolds was trying to kick a goal and Tino was yelling abuse from the yes, si- from yeah, the sideline. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, didn't hang rattle, on a minute. Rattle, <laughs> you are a grub. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was defending you all week and then look at you. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I, was, I think he's got a bit in him. Yeah. He's he definitely got a Reynolds, bit in him. did it at all there. Nah, like, cool, calm and collected. Cool and calm. He was yeah. fine with it. He's probably copped that from the crowd plenty of times. Um, I actually thought the same as you. When I first saw him grab him in Origin, I actually thought he was sort of, 
not trying to break it up, but trying to get him down and just sort of end it. Yeah, that's what it felt like to so me. So I didn't actually think it was... I thought it was all right that he tried to get him down. It was when he reefed his neck back over the other side of his <laughs> yes. body that it didn't yeah, look yeah, great. Yeah. But I th- you know what made that look so much worse? There were four Queenslanders there before there was one New South Welshman to defend Burton. Yeah. Usually there'd be you know two or three other players from the, the other team that are there to kind of pull Tino off or yes. pull like he had Tino on him. Then Tom Gilbert came and jumped on top of him. Then Carrigan came and jumped on top of him. And then who was the first man there for the Blues was Coruscant, like minutes later. So all the layering up and the standing over knocked out players didn't really translate when the punches were actually being thrown, did it? No, not at all. What about the the reaction to the the fight as a whole? Was there enough sort of punishment for it? Was there... What did you think? Look, uh, it's a spectacle and uh, (laughs) obviously the Biff added a, a, a lot to that spectacle. Does it fly in, in normal NRL? No. Did, did I think it was a good look? The Tino part wasn't, but two guys going one-on-one I thought was exciting for the crowd. Uh, I, I didn't like the punishments handed down. I thought Tino deserved more. I thought he deserved 10 in the bin at the time. But we're all talking about it, so it can't be anything but um, good for, for the origin spectacle. Can it, I just say one thing that I think will – it'll probably annoy a lot of people, but um, – I plan on winning Lotto and retiring soon, so <laughs> YOLO. Hang, um, hanging out the front of KFCs. But the yeah. one thing that changed my view on it was actually watching something in the news the next day. I was, like, you know, really pumped up with Origin. I thought, this is great, Origin, blah, blah, blah. And then I actually watched the news. I was watching ABC News the next day, and they were doing a report on um, this domestic violence report that had come out during the week and um, talking about kids and, and things like that, this report that had been released. And one of the things in the report was saying how those big sporting days, Origin, NRL Grand Final, AFL Grand Final, are the most dangerous for women and children in domestic violence situations. Wow. And that made me sick to my stomach that mm. I had watched that and, like, enjoyed this really big, like, fight and everything. Yeah. And then... I thought, while well, I was like having the greatest time of my life, someone else was fearing for theirs. Yeah, yeah. it's very sobering. And, yeah. and, I, and it made me feel sick. And yeah. I just thought, no, this is why we've actually got to get this out of the game. Because getting too passionate about any sport, it's actually dangerous. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And I've read that a stack of times that no matter what the sport is, the triple O calls go up, um, you know, and this is just a, a number, but like somewhere in the 50%. Range and That's I don't crazy. know if it's necessarily just because there's a fight in the game. I think it's just the sporting. It, I don't, I'm not even sure why, and it should never happen, obviously. But I think, regardless of whether there's punches thrown on the field, I think punches are being thrown in houses and it's not good enough. Exactly. Yeah. But I just think taking that passion, that was passion gone too far in the game. And yeah. I think that's where you sort of need to stop it. Yeah. Um, mm. And so the fact that I'd sort of sat there and in, enjoyed all this, like, you know, passion, yeah. I was like, this is actually a little bit. Anyway, we've gone a bit serious. We'll take it back to the fun. (laughs) This is NRL Crunch Time with thanks to Robinson Civil. We'll be back after the break. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.